Mailman Mike returns. Indie wrestler Corbis sits down. And scary coronavirus talks. This is the Tank Rodriguez Show. Stable of studs. Oh, it is a stable of studs. I apologize. Yeah, thank you. I was about to be like, he fucking forgot the name again. I'm sorry. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Stable of Studs Wrestling Show. And guess what? Mailman Mike's already on the line. Mike, 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 Mike. I just talked Hello, everyone. Hello, welcome back. And thank you so much for gracing us with your glorious voice, Mailman Mike. Let me tell you something really quick before we start. And I know I had to do that intro a little weird because I haven't gotten used to this mixture yet. But, Mike, people loved you. It was... Of course they did. Like... The listeners out there had such a well response. People that I didn't even know. Hey, when's Mailman Mike coming? People reach out to Adam Danger. Yep. Nobody reached out to me. Nobody reached out to Tana. Nobody ever does. But that's Tana okay. doesn't have any friends, so that's no. okay. Uh, but really quick, thank you so much for listening in with us today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we were trying to decide on a name uh, for, our listeners, for our listeners. Oh. Uh, how about the Mark Nation? That's... The stupidest shit. <laughs> but what about Smart Nation? Also, Smart. it's worse. Okay. Well, anyway, we'll decide on a name later. And of course, if you have any, any suggestions, let us know. Uh, but of course, the Panzers in, in studio. We have Adam Danger. What's up? What's up? What's up? Tanner Treadway. Hello. And of course, on the phone with us, Mike, 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 Mailman Mike. Hello, everybody. How it be? <laughs> <laughs> How it be? So, uh, yeah. So, Jimothy is not joining us. He just got home from a flight, so he He's will lazy. be sitting out. Uh, but yeah, again, He's tired. Um, uh, we'll have in- indie wrestler uh, Corvus with us, so that's going to be great. Uh, Millman Mike, how you doing? I am excellent now. After that introduction, I'm absolutely flabbergasted. I had no idea. That well, I, you know, all I wanted to do was, uh, you know, my absolute best for the three of you guys for. For Jimmy James, you know, for um, Shanae, who I didn't realize was in there until I could, you know, hear the the podcast episode drop for myself. Which oh, I she was feel bad I didn't hear her. So. She was she was real Indian, Mike. <laughs> I hope no, she's fantastic. Wow, what a what a great presence she has. Since the on, I could see why her podcast is doing well as well. Absolutely. What a great job she did. Absolutely, yeah. I was actually got I got to I got to be on their podcast yeah, that yeah on oh, Sunday. Fun. Yeah, it was really cool. Really great guys. Uh, and of course, just really quick shout out to them. It's a safe continue podcast on any of your podcast platform. Uh, but yeah, uh, Mailman Mike. So what what is on your docket today? Well, no, I mean, it's funny, you know, with that introduction, it brings to mind the the status of the world today. And for me, especially with the goings on in the world, 2020 can eat a giant plate of ass. You know, I, I think I think cosign. You're not, you're not a clean wholesale ass, but a dirty, shitty ass because all the douche canoes <laughs> out in the world are buying all the toilet paper like it's made of gold. Oh, that's right I, now. And so, so that's going on everywhere then. Yeah, not just yeah. It's like yeah, a Kroger's ass. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, who does I have the worst like grocery store ass? It's uh, La you know, Fiesta. Honestly, I'm terrified of moving anywhere but Texas because I I imagine. Trying to buy things anywhere besides H E B and it literally scares me. It just is Yeah, man. It's 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 feast of famine out there right now. You gotta <laughs> kind of the uh but 
for for me right now, like I and I've had this I, uh, this conversation briefly offline with Tank in the past, but you know, for anyone that's out there at all like me or you know any of you guys, if I can get personal for a minute, like I since I was in ninth grade, I have battled um, anxiety and panic disorder mm-hmm. for my entire adult life. Um, you know, it's it's a hard battle. Anyone who's ever faced that, ever fought that knows how difficult, you know, doing simple things can be. And right now it's easy, you know, once you turn on a television or pop your phone on or whatever it is, it's easy right now for just the the state, the temperature of the world right now to overwhelm you and drown you kind of in a, in a sea of despair. And uh, for me, especially um, someone I think very, very highly of told me, um, you know, the, uh, an ounce of regret won't change the past and a single bit of anxiety won't change the future said embrace the joy where you find it and take one step at a time and for me this year 2020 has been the worst for me and my family um for those of you that don't know unfortunately we lost our mom at the beginning of this year in january um after a long fraught battle um with cancer and um, so many things, you know, right now with the, the, of course, the state of the world and this coronavirus situation, um, affects, you know, even in my business, my personal, uh, what I do for a living is tied directly to tourism and the international travel. And that's not going so great. And that's how I feed my family and keep a roof over my head. So lots of negativity would be super easy to just kind of dwell in that. But, um, again, that same person said, you can literally make your situation, it can either be a launching pad or a hammock. You could just sit and dwell in it and swing and kind of accept this is how it is. Or you could kind of face the future head on and kind of accept that this isn't, this isn't everything, this isn't all there is. And for me, especially getting the opportunity to take part in this podcast has been my happy place. Like, not only listening to it, but getting an opportunity just to, to count my voice along with you guys and the other individuals that come on. Because I think, um, again, you know, as I highlighted almost exhaustively last week, you know, I, I think so highly of all of your guys' opinions and, and the entertainment and how well-received, you know, your stuff has been to people that I care about here and in, in where I live. Um, so just for you to make that statement um, about, about, uh, you know, that the cusp that the other people listening to it have been, you know, thought highly at all about what I had to say two weeks ago is honestly, I can live the rest of my life on that. So <laughs> thank you for anyone who enjoyed what I had to say, you know, even a little bit of it and stuff like all I've ever wanted to do is be good at this. And, you know, I didn't have the balls that, you know, Tank and Tatum, Tanner and Adam and James and, you know, Shanae and Derek and everybody else who have have really carried this show on their back um, from day one. I didn't have the balls to go out and kind of find a way to do this myself, but thankfully these individuals did, and I've been blessed enough to take part in it. So thank you. Thank you to you guys. Thank you to all the listeners who thought, you know, who enjoyed what I had to say, and I can only hope I can uh, uh, do as good a job again. Mike, I enjoyed what you had to say. Thanks for being on, man. Hey, Mike, this is uh, Adam Danger here. I've <laughs> He I've got a I've got a joke himself. for you. Uh, oh, yeah. you oh, I'm so god. sorry, Adam. I God, I'm like two for two today. I'm about to Just, strike out. Oh my god! See, not, here not I was over. thinking that we were okay. going to get away with so, not hearing this. Stupid okay, yeah. Joke. So, so yeah. So Adam wanted to open up with a joke. So, so here, but, but but before you do, I'll okay. let you do that. 
uh, I'll let you superstar us here, Adam. Oh boy! Uh, but and, and really quick, that just on that sentiment. I mean, you're a natural, Mike, and, and obviously, um, it's not because you're. It, it actually hurts you that you're Jimothy's brother, uh, that you would be on the podcast. Um, so that should say <laughs> it should say a lot. <laughs> and of course, I'm kidding with I that. My entire life. <laughs> 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 no, but it, it, it's an absolute pleasure. And um, again, I, I it, the fact that I was so excited to do this and that we're now able to do this, um, it, it just you're a part of this as much as anyone else, as 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 much as as I said last week. But but that being said, Adam, please say your joke. So so here it is, uh, Mike. You're listening, aren't you? Okay. Okay. So you know that WrestleMania is coming up, and WrestleMania is a, a big time for uh, local snack magnets and chips and and dips to uh, have a big run, don't, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Well, I I don't know if you've heard, but a local pretzel company is having their own Wetzel Mania. Are you fucking kidding me? That was the joke. That was the goddamn joke. Oh, my God. I'm sorry if you didn't hear Wetzel Mania. <laughs> no, we fucking no. got it, Adam. We heard you oh my the first God. time. Got to keep it twisted, though, bro. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's some pretzel logic. No, dude. Uh, That's Mike for all my Steely Dan talk to us fans anymore. Honestly, I, I think he hung up. But honestly, Wetzel Pretzel. <laughs> God, I would love them as a sponsor. <laughs> I love Wetzel Pretzel so much. Are they giving us money? No, they're not. What are we? What are we? What are we shilling them out for? Well, I, because I, Wetzel rhymes with wrestle, and I thought about no, this morning. Adam, I fucking it. got it. That being oh said, moving on. <laughs> You're welcome, I like everybody. That. I like that much better but, than the the fucking drum roll shit. We, we are. There's there's other ones too that we. What might do they use. call it? A rim job. <laughs> rim shot <laughs> but I keep, like mine better but keep it on I mean I wanted to kind of keep it uh, uh, just kind of brief we're not going to really do the rundown as, as we talked about I just wanted to talk about four matches at Wrestlemania but before we talk about Wrestlemania that aren't happening uh, yeah exactly so I wanted to keep it so, you know uh, the topic around Corona um, obviously Mike mentioned it it's uh, uh, I'm not sure if it's an official pandemic uh, we didn't expect this to be so rampant um, lots of large sports organizations, um, almost all of them, I think, uh, are, are pulling out. Are there any that are still running right now? Uh, uh, MLB's out, NHL's out, yeah. NBA's done. NBA. Uh, football's Even, not doing their uh, like uh, scouting and having people come XFL. to visit. Yeah, I heard. I heard that the XFL is going to have and, to continue playing in empty stadiums. And, 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 and oh my god. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I mean, that changed. Mike had it, too. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, what a shitty, shitty luck that, that Vince McMahon is having for XFL. But um, I do enjoy watching it. Oh, um, yeah. Poor guy. Uh, but with the players and everything, too. They have yeah. livelihoods, too. Uh, but, yes, you know, they're not packing arenas just yet. Um, but what what's the solution? I mean, you have the Super Bowl of wrestling happening uh, uh, amongst this this soon to be which i can probably guarantee not guarantee but tell you it probably is going to be a quote-unquote pandemic i believe it is i believe the world health organization has already gone and officially made it a pandemic sure um so that being said what do you do you got to move it i mean there's no way that you're going to cancel it um they they've booked that arena tampa needs all that extra money i mean like mm-hmm. wrestlemania week wherever it is 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 a huge it, it's 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 of huge economic importance to wherever it goes because it brings in so much money. Whether it's WrestleMania itself, access, or all the other wrestling shit that goes on nearby, 
But y'all, y'all continue talking. Uh, um, I'm gonna go get our guest here, but y'all uh, discuss that. But as far as what we're, you know, what they're going to do, where right. we're going with it, yeah. you know, all right. Cool. So what? What if they? Uh, I mean, have they already scheduled SummerSlam? Like, what if we just move? <laughs> what if we right. moved WrestleMania back to the summer and just called it SummerSlam Two? So what do we do between now and then? Like. And right now they're talking Nothing. about pulling things off the network and making you know putting pay per views on ESPN Plus. So like, what kind of crap are they going to put on the network during this time? Um, I don't know. I mean, well, I know that there, I know that there's been movement in the last few months, especially and like I've been hearing noise. I want to say going back a year that the the plan strategically at some point was to restructure the network into like a tiered pay program and stuff. I heard, yeah, I heard something similar. Yeah, they and they would be able to stream like ICW and Progress and uh, WXW in Germany and some of those programs. Right. So I don't know if this would be a gateway toward doing that stuff. But to jump off of what you guys were just saying, like right before uh, I joined the call today, the news broke that um, the the arena in Tampa that would be housing access that there were two or three employee cases where they were confirmed positive with coronavirus uh, strains in their system. So literally the arena that access would be taking place has already had uh, confirmed cases. But it's literally this game right now between the mayor of Tampa and WWE kind of volleying back and forth going like, oh, well, I don't know. They, you know, they're, they're, it's up to them if they do it. And WWE is throwing it back and stuff, you know, because, wrestling 60 year old wrestling company they know how to you know pass the heat if you will <laughs> it's, that's like, exactly oh, what they're doing thing. yeah they're trying to just yeah. who's gonna who's gonna blink first on that one i would say passing yeah. the buck but that would be an insult to well buck the paper boy oh, oh my god <laughs> hey it, it, hey speaking side note if buck ever wants to come on with you he's more than welcome to oh wow i will happily pass that along you'll love that i think he would he's fantastic and He's uh yeah no he's absolutely super entertaining and I would love to have him join in if his if his work schedule would allow it but awesome. I would tell I'll pass it along. Well, I wonder what we could do. What if we did this? I was wondering if like we could decentralize WrestleMania instead of the entire wrestling world looking at Tampa at the end of the month. What if every local place had their own smaller show in some sort of like brothers in arms, uh, wrestling across the globe? You know, solidarity. Moving on. I was going to say, can we introduce our guest so yeah, he doesn't think that we're all fucking nerds? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, this is a good idea. And I'm not the only one. Someday you'll join us and the world will live as one. Okay. Oh, Lennon. my God. Uh, so really quick, on just on that note, um, it's just definitely going to be interesting as far as how they're going to do it. I do want to talk about these matches. But first, not only do we have the pleasure of having Mailman Mike on here, we also have... San Antonio's own independent wrestler, Corvus. What's up? Hey. Oh, yeah, there's a mic right there. You got to talk to the mic. <laughs> so, okay. So you, just so you know, this is Adam Danger right here. How you doing? All right. There's oh, there's yeah, a fist bumping. Do Don't worry about it. Yeah, uh, this is Tanner, last name <laughs> Turdway. He actually does squats on the Smith machine. Shut <laughs> your oh, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to Just embarrassed him I mean, right I'm now. Not gonna judge whatever, <laughs> whatever gets to work go, go and just get the you want to pull the, the mic a little bit closer to you but right there. um okay cool. so i'm excited uh to really talk about your career in wrestling uh, i have four things 
five things on the agenda that I do want to talk about before we let Mailman Mike go uh, to his to his regular life there. Uh, but uh, and so and feel free to chime in. Uh, but uh, I want to talk about five matches if WrestleMania does go on. Uh, that I think it's a pretty stacked card. It's actually looks it, it's WrestleMania, right? But it's actually looking to be a pretty good WrestleMania, and it's just like, of course, this is happening here. Uh, the first match, you know, and I didn't think I was going to be excited about it. Uh, was was Goldberg and Roman? I yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah, I think it'll be high impact, a lot of high impact moves, spear versus spear. Uh, if told the right way, you can get a solid eight nine minutes out of that. Does I mean does Roman get that shine that he needs? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, what do you do? Put Goldberg over Roman? Well, I mean, I, obviously Goldberg's not. I mean, <laughs> well, we say that. Yeah, I guess. But, now. I th- but then we said Go- uh, Goldberg was actually going to put over, you know, uh, Bray Wyatt. And I'm, and it wasn't until he did. Oh, go and chime in, please. No, I'm just thinking to myself. I thought the same thing. I was like, I wonder how the Fiend's going to. Oh, he lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there but, goes that. But, but they told that story so well. It, it really did. And, and the best thing they do was not talk about it. So it really kind of just didn't happen. I yeah. think too. I think Roman is a pretty underappreciated worker, so he's going to be the one that's going to be carrying that match the entire time and for the whole five minutes it goes on. Yeah, I'm going to say eight. Let's see. do it over and under. I, I'm going to say it goes eight minutes. But you really don't need to. And that, that kind of like uh, brawler kind of two, those two brawlers. You really don't re- you don't need to do. I'm like going to say I'm going to go long and say twelve. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say twelve. The longer it goes. The worst, the worst it's going to be. The worst yeah. it gets. It's going to get gassed. Get in, get out. Mailman? Wait, can we call you I Triple know. M? Can we not? Whoa. Or Trips? Whoa. Trips? Is yeah. that his name? <laughs> oh, it's time to deliver the mail. It's <laughs> actually not a bad, well, not a bad gimmick. It's really not. Pretty devil with doorbell sound, you know, before I come on. It's like, oh, delivering the mail. <laughs> oh, you could run with the ding-dongs. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> One of them's name's Ding, the other's Dong. Oh, Lord. Okay, mailman. Uh, yeah, so what's your take on the Goldberg match, Goldberg-Roman? I mean, no, I think, you know, the Goldberg and Brockett mania last year was one of the, you know, really standout highlights for me and the group that I watch with. Um, they were smart. They kept it short, explosive, you know, high impact moves, which, you know, they've really, you know, since Goldberg's return, like his matches have largely only consisted of spear jackhammer, mm-hmm. which I imagine is, you know, protecting him well and stuff is will Roman kind of, will the match kind of consist of Roman selling, you know, one or two spears at the, you know, beginning or, you know, will they build up to, you know, him missing a spear and then, you know, rain hitting his like, so, I, I agree with you guys. I think, you know, eight to ten minutes, I think, is fair and stuff. I imagine it's probably going to go on early in the card. And stuff. I say I it's the first see, match. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I say, yeah, I say you so do that first. In in your guys' opinion, do you see Drew and Brock main eventing then? Yeah. yeah. I mean, here, here's, here's why. Um, a lot of people aren't on Roman's side right now. You know, um, you know, and, and of course, yeah. a lot of a lot of the fans think, man, he does bring in these vets, you know, these legends here. Uh, we've seen this, you know, we rented the movie twice, you know, we own the rights. Um, I say you get this one out of the way because well, if it's good, it sets, the, it sets the tone, right? It sets the tone for me. But it could also be a popcorn match, right? Like yeah. if you have like an Iron Man or something really good and you need just like a quick blow off, we'll throw these two on there and then you lead that up to the, the yeah, main event. You could only go up from there. I was yeah. going to say, I think that they're going to have to put that after like a real long, like 30 minute mid card thing. What, what else is on the fucking... 
Well, no, because because I mean that would, again. like Charlotte and Rhea go, and then you follow yeah, up with Brock and exactly. Roman for like five eight minutes. We go take a piss, get something to drink, and then we come back for the main event. But usually they do the first. They do you know one championship match at the beginning, one at the end. So I, I that's say, true. Yeah, that's true. Which is um, stupid. Oh, well, whatever. You know, because even like the Sheamus, the Sheamus Daniel Bryan match. Yep. That went yeah, on first, everybody that was, loved that. That was awesome. You didn't like that? Daniel Bryan getting squashed? No, I'm still yeah, grumpy it about was, it. You'll learn about Tanner here. <laughs> this is. <laughs> He's just thinking to himself, already. these marks in the business. Yeah. So, so before we get to, to to Brock and Drew, the the next one I was I was gonna bring up was Taker and AJ, um, which I didn't think I was actually going to to really enjoy the thought of, but I mean, you know, it's AJ Styles. AJ Styles can work. He cut a he cut a pretty nice promo on Raw on Monday. Like I actually yeah. watched Raw this Monday, and I was like, the only thing he can really do is say like "Mean Mark Callis." And what did he do? Like he called him out. He called yeah. him Mark, and he called him old. And he he kind of just tore down the veil of like the mystique of the Undertaker. Yeah, which I guess is the only like logical move you can do at this point. And right. other than just like, oh, I'm scared of the Boogeyman, and here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my AJ Styles impression, ladies and gentlemen. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Mailman, go ahead. Did, did you, did, just while on that subject, did you guys see the botch on dot com today? The the new Taker shirt that came out. No, I didn't. Well, we'll... so they released a new black T shirt for the Undertaker that says the Phenom in the front, and it's got all this lettering in the back. It looks cool, but it's supposed to read, you know, be you know, be wary, W A R Y of the of the old man, you know, kind of speaking to like he's a veteran and everything like that. Be wary but they of the misspelled and said be be weary of the old man. <laughs> and, it's like, and they put that out, so it's like way to bury the Undertaker. Like, yep, he's I have done. a feeling. Like, I don't have a feeling they don't have to like ask the audience to be weary of Mark Calloway at this point. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Uh, well, no, I didn't see it. I'll have to check that out. That oh, sounds oh. like those Facebook shirts. There's like never underestimate an old man that listens to like Pink Floyd or something like that. You <laughs> oh, see those on God. Facebook? So like targeted, like the one like, why is this coming to my feed? Yeah. <laughs> I put one 311 song on my on my Facebook. Yeah. yeah. God, those Someone's are dad awful. your timeline. <laughs> that are like big dog shirts. Do you guys get ads for big dog shirts? No. I make so many jokes about like big dog shirts and it's like, hey, brother, <laughs> are you uh, are you the man in charge of your house? We're big dogs. Guys, if I ever put on a big dog shirt, you have my permission to kill me. Noted. I kind of hope he gets one. Shut up. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so ta- I think Taker and Ages, it's going to be what it is. I mean, also short. I, it might be short. I mean, but I then so. you know what? We don't know. Or AJ can, can bump around. Like, I hope he doesn't take off his hat. Oh, oh, oh God. Yes. Oh, my oh, God. We were, no. We saw that yesterday. Oh. We, 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 I mean, we had to make an emoji out of it. What did you call it? American bald ass? The American <laughs> bald ass, yeah. I, 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 and look, and it's not, it's not, a, it's not, a, you know, granted, Undertaker will live, that gimmick will live on for, forever, you know. Well, forever we'll see. He's fucking. I mean, putting we, it away, but we don't, we don't know. Like, we don't know who, like, how he is condition-wise. You know, and the dude still old. works out. He is old, but so what? We, we, we don't live in his life. You know, he's been doing this all his life. He can. I mean, we're humans. I mean, Corvus can. We tell know what you, happens like, when humans get old. He's not a human. He's a professional. Yeah, wrestler. but then again, we're watching. We're watching Rock and Roll Express bump around. Like, yeah. come on, we can't have double uh, standards that and way. And this is coming from the guy that hates DDP for being 114. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. And with that, I gotta go, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for your time. I better get going here. 
Corvus. It was all a joke. It, uh, I didn't mean oh, any yeah. of it. <laughs> now it comes out. Now it's a joke. <laughs> but moving on, uh, and then we have Edge and Randy, which I think they're telling a beautiful Ooh, that's gonna be fun. story. That's the one I'm looking forward yeah, to. Yeah. Ra- Randy has never looked better. Um, yeah, he's getting bigger. I'm not is sure. He? Yeah, he's. I mean, I mean, he's putting on some weight. Is he? he but but know, not he, a bad weight. He's putting on. Well, on, I, I on know. Some gains. He, he. I feel like Randy. It's like it's like Randy and Cena. Like, like if you you cut the head off of them and you just look at the body and like you can't see any difference in like 20 years. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. Look. I mean, well, <laughs> there was that one time when Randy came back from uh, his suspension and he just deflated. Right. Uh, yeah. right he yeah. deflated. Um, but hey, yeah. man, it's like Jimothy says, our other co-host, uh, put steroids back in professional wrestling. Again. <laughs> you know, it's a good idea. It really is. Uh, who cares about back knee? You know, <laughs> I wear I, shirt. puffy nips. I imagine <laughs> you know, I wear a shirt. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> I imagine whoever has the next match cares about back knee. Anyway, uh, you're, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, Edge and Randy this past with with uh, Edge coming back on Raw. I think I thought it was beautiful. The only thing I didn't understand, why MVP? Like that that was a little off. I mean, I dug it, you know what I mean? But like it, what happened with MVP? I thought he was done. No, he came back. He was trying Again? to he was trying to talk to Ray. Yeah, he was or trying Edge. to like, he was trying to talk to Edge to be like a business partner and make a lot like be his manager. They were trying to shoehorn in like another angle on this one, but maybe it, they just needed somebody to like Haven't they dropped two MVP angles already? One went through. Yeah, they had one yeah. with He just keeps hanging around, like, asking for money almost. And it's it's almost like it's kind of sad. Well, he got a job with WWE now. Well, yeah, but I, I think, like, the on-screen angle is like, hey, I'm going to be your manager. You should listen to me. You know what? It, it reminds me of, like, what Pope was doing on NWA. Like, oh, I'm yeah. going to I'm gonna manage you guys. I'm going to be in charge. The Pope. <laughs> and then now we you just have uh, MVP doing it. But yeah, no. I think, um, obviously, well, I say obviously. I don't even know anymore. Um, I say Edge goes over on that one. Uh, just the way they build up. Yeah. Um, I, I don't see him staying past that for too long. So, yeah. He'll be there about a year or two, I think. Doesn't hurt Randy. Like, yeah. Doesn't hurt Randy at all. No. Um, male for male. Edge? Yeah, for Edge. No, it, does, it won't hurt Randy. It, it, won't, it won't hurt Randy uh, by putting, putting Edge over. No, but yeah, the... Last I understood, uh, Edge put pen to paper for like a five-year deal. So you know, even yeah. on a That's yeah, a he's going to be around. But I mean, I don't, I don't think you see that guy every week on Raw or SmackDown. No. Oh no, definitely, yeah. absolutely not. Like I think that that's how you use a part timer. I yeah. think to keep them exclusive and and you know one that is especially seems like ready to go. Um, mm. You know, I've heard a lot of talk that Edge took. Uh, a stem cell treatment that I guess Brian Cage is presently undergoing before he makes the the big AEW return, but it's apparently nice. the same doctor that Ray went to, oh, and that's why Mysterio was uh, so good. In the Kevin Nash too. Jeez. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, my going back to that segment though, because I I wanted to throw it out there for me. You know, the MVP was one of the pieces and stuff that I agree was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. The other one, which I'm glad, like Edge, kind of like whether he did it as his own call or, you know, whether it was, you know, a playing part of the segment, what would have like kind of turned it off a little bit for me, which he saved was like the whole, like the invisible barricade that you guys talked about, you know, all those months ago that like Cody made the crack on AEW, like when Orton kind of fled and went up to the top of the stage and Edge is kind of standing in the ring, looking at him. If he yeah. hadn't at the end of that segment, Edge kind of exits the ring and just charges up the ramp. I think if he hadn't, that would have taken it a notch for me where it's like, okay, you want at this dude so bad. He 
RKO'd your wife, like now you're going to let 20 feet kind of stand in. Oh, if yeah. only you weren't at the top of the room, Brandy. You son of a bitch. Like, if you weren't up there. Like, <laughs> thankfully, he jumped out of the ring like and, and, and tore off after him because that I was kind of expecting, like, okay, you want him that bad. Like, go get him. And, right. you know, don't. But he just cracked MVP's head open with the chair. Go do it. Um, but do you do you guys see that getting like that you know that twenty five minute like Triple H versus Rollins kind of spot? Absolutely, you know, yeah. It. Yeah, it'll yeah. definitely be a oh, barn burner. Like where it just really, really takes it home. I think they're going to tell. Obviously, these guys are, are professionals at telling a great story. Um, don't need you know. We're not going to see a lot of show, as far as like showboating off. I think you're going to see a really a good fight in, in that, and I, I think it's it's really going to. Um, bring a lot of things back. It's like, hey, we can do this without having to, you know, do 80,000 fucking Canadian destroyers, you know, and end it with a small package. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, exactly. No, I, I, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a great match. Um, and the last one we're going to talk about today, Mike, uh, of course, uh, I think the way the way it's going to end is with Brock and Drew. Everybody's, everybody's thoughts on this. Uh, I think they've done a tremendous job this whole new year of just really building up uh, Drew. Uh, I mean, just kind of yeah. really making him look like a, a feasible opponent. I haven't felt this way about an opponent for Brock since I think like Randy Orton at SummerSlam, and then he just proceeded to like demolish Randy Orton. There was that one year, I don't know if it was about three, four years ago, where it was like John Cena was going to go up against Brock, and then Brock like waylaid him, 16. and then uh, Randy Orton, and then there was like all those like super, yeah, again. So. Not since then have we thought like, oh, here's a guy that may physically be comparable to Brock Lesnar, uh, and that's just a great job of slowly building this guy, like really taking the rub from winning the Rumble. Uh, everything's been done so well, and this isn't a new guy. This is a guy we've seen before, and who had to leave, and who had to go to Impact, and then come back and really pay his dues and really build himself up. And it's been done so carefully and so uh, expertly that yeah, it's exciting. I want to see him. I I want to see Drew uh, holding the title at the end of the night. Absolutely, yeah. I think, I think that, everybody does. Oh yeah, it'd be awesome though. It'd be really fucking cool. You do all that build up and have Brock win again. Dude, I fucking love Brock. So honestly, I would probably mark the fuck out. And you, and you, it, but it was like some bullshit kind of ending, right? You know, Slater comes back and yeah, three and B, Jinder Mahal, three man band ends in the schmoz. You know, you can't end WrestleMania on the schmoz, oh, can you? Oh, you can do anything at WrestleMania, my friend. I don't know. I always felt like Vince wants like clean wins at Mania, if only Mania. WrestleMania like, two thousand begs to differ. Is that the four man? Uh, McMahon in every corner. Is it Big <laughs> oh, Show, uh, Rock, <laughs> Foley, and Stone Cold? Yeah. Was that the four? Or Angle? Was Angle a part of it? Well, they made that video game about it. I mean, it and so I had that good. video game. Well, I had they No Mercy. No Mercy was was legit. But All right. Well, we're, we're calling it right now. Tanner, who you got? Uh, McIntyre. Corvus. McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. I'm going to go Brock. Mailman. I think McIntyre as well. Okay. Can I do an honorable mention match though? I'm I'm excited for him. Oh, absolutely. After this Sunday, I do want to see Shayna Baszler and Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Title. I want to see him like just go hell for leather and bite each other, beat the hell There's out of each other. It's gonna be a fucking bite. I just think I just think the, the way they did Elimination Chamber, it's it was like, bad. 
Yeah. I don't know. It's elimination chamber. That's that's the whole gimmick. There was some there were some hard no, falls there. There were some hard spills. Was good. Like especially when Edge beat Cena, like and then you didn't know who the champ was gonna be. How many be. years ago was that? I understand, but I'm just saying. But this past Sunday's elimination chamber, that was fucking rough, dude. I felt really bad for Liv Morgan and Natty. Yeah. Like they took some nasty spills in there. Yeah. I felt bad for Lucha House Party. They go in and take literally every risky spot. And then you can hear Vince who's like, All right. There's no more of those, so... God eliminate. damn it, get him out of there. <laughs> Pritchard. Didn't, didn't Lindsay literally like fall from the top and then they immediately lost? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, after that massive spot where he, he he's hanging from the top. A shooting star press from the top. Flip, yeah, falls, knocks everybody down. I'm pretty sure somebody pinned him right after that. I would have been really pissed. I think his partner got pissed. I would have been like, really? I did all that for the, nothing. <laughs> is it uh, Lindsay? Is is it a Grand, uh, grand Metallic? Or yeah, that was yeah. The other guy, right? Good dudes, good dudes. They're so uh, But yeah, I mean, that's pretty. I mean, it's up in the air, mailman Mike. Uh, I mean, and an audience listening at, at home, uh, we are upping. Are you? Are you you're bouncing out? Yeah, I'm gonna head out. Uh, okay. So- well, uh, and before I say that, I go any further. Adam Danger is stepping out of the studio. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, before before I leave, I just want to make this quick an- oh, before you leave. Um, I just want to make this announcement that you know the Stable of Studs or you know quote, or slash the Tank Rodriguez show, the Tank Rodriguez Wrestling Show will be going up more, not just once a week. Um, so Mem and Mike will be on here more. We'll have more guests in here that way, and our schedules will be you know appeasing to each other, and that way we don't have to rush like this. Definitely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it was a it was a. Grand old ball being here. I'm going to take my powder at this time. Uh, Corvus, I'm sorry we didn't get to talk too much, but I want to wish you the best uh, and kick some ass. And uh, hopefully later in the show you let us know some dates that are coming up so we can come catch you and uh, and check you out. That sounds good. All, All right, right, brother. Thank you so Adam much. Adam Danger, Get some better material, gentlemen. Adam. Oh. Yeah, come back with a better joke. <laughs> um, Mike says bye. Bye, Mike. All right. Hey, um, but yeah. Uh yeah so so that 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 being said uh you know more more uh, wrestling shows uh, ahead in the near mm-hmm. future mm-hmm. Uh, as we move into this bigger studio soon um, oh it's a done deal no not yet okay. not yeah but I mean probably in the next two weeks expect it I, yeah, this weekend I'm gonna check out um I'll show you the one after we're done recording sure. not that it matters to anyone listening uh <laughs> but uh but yeah so more wrestling here to come ladies and gentlemen. Um, Millman, Mike, any last sentiments before we say goodbye to you, unfortunately? Um, no, just one, you know, last quick thing and stuff for sure, just but on the subject of WrestleMania and stuff, but, uh, what you guys think, you know, Corvus, please also, you know, I'd love to get your insight to what, um, the number one criticism I seem to still run into, even with WrestleMania, and we all know, all of us know kind of what mania is and, and priorities with the company and everything like that, but, um, what the thought is on, you know, still like even five, six, five of the announced matches that we do have in place right now are half of them are by and large a quote unquote part timer. Like, what do you guys think for, you know, the main roster guys, especially, you know, in light of AEW gaining the steam it's gaining and everything, what kind of message do you guys think that sends the staff? And do you think, if not this year, is next year the year to really start building where those spots are held by all full-time great, rosters? Great question. I have two things on this if I don't go blank here uh, just from talking about it. Uh, two, uh, the first one is step your fucking game up. Uh, yeah, wow. yeah right. I, I mean it. Right. I mean, step your game up because, two, anytime a legend comes back, ratings go up, and that's just a fact. Now, 
if ratings are already up and we're fine and dandy, they probably wouldn't they'd probably just bring back one or two, um, you know, just for, for, for the attraction purpose, you know, because it's always nice to uh, see an old familiar face and have that nostalgia value to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that's pretty much where I stand on it. I mean, um, you know, me, I was never the biggest Goldberg fan growing up, you know, uh, I, 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 but I, I understand his part in the business. And I guess what? Majority of people were Goldberg fans growing up. And majority of those fans yeah. are, are watching again. They're like, hey, Goldberg's back. Hey, maybe I'll take a look at this. You know, um, yeah. if, if we if, if the business had the organic fans that it needed as it did back in the day, you wouldn't see Goldberg as much as you did, you know, in these past, what, five, seven years that he's mm-hmm. been been doing this? Um, same thing with, I mean, yeah. Taker's a little bit different story. I, I think Taker loves his business so much. And you know what? But say what you will about the Goldberg and Undertaker match. Um, Undertaker can still go. I mean, I'm not saying he he can leap out of the out of the the ring like he once was once once did. I'm not saying he can or cannot do that. I'm just saying he can still go and put on a good show. All that people care about with Undertaker is that he comes out at his entrance. Yeah, and you hear those dongs, you know, and then. That's what they are. They're dongs, all right. <laughs> Fucking perp. I mean, my uh, Tanner just kind of like like just gave me the look. Like, did you just say dongs? Um, and that, that, that that's my. That, I mean, that's pretty much my take on that. I mean, if they did, if it didn't work, I mean, I put an asterisk asterisk on there. Uh, if it didn't work, they wouldn't do it. As far as spending all that money to bring those guys back. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Hundred percent agree with that. Um, if you if you were to take two full timers and put them in the top top spot, who would you do? Man, that's a good one. Tanner, Corvus, anybody? Two full timers. Um, and I mean, with a year of being, like, say, let's look at WrestleMania next year and say, from oh. you know, from that raw after Mania till next year, you're going to build to. You know, even not even from where they are positioned wise now, who do you think could carry that ball if you know, if the company gets behind it and says, like, all right, you want this chance, here we go. You know, ruthless aggression, this whole special that Vince is now featuring on the network and stuff all about like how these guys he you know, wanted to put it out there and like run with the ball. Okay, let's see who will. And yeah. like in your mind, who do you think would be best suited to pack a stadium out if I, they got behind them and like you said, stepped up, yeah. that being a major part of the two, who could do it? The two people that came to mind, and I'm sorry, Tanner, you can go next. Um, Andrade and Joe. Um, I think Joe's, oh. you know, Joe, Joe's, um, Joe's has less years than he does have, you know, more than behind him. Um, but I think that guy has is psychology 101. Um, he reminds yeah. me so much of Jake the Snake, uh, and yeah. and and I think you you don't even have to put a title on him, and I, I think he would still be able to do a main event match. Um, a, a match that, <clears throat> excuse me, a match that would actually mean something uh, more than just trading a uh, trading a title. Uh, Andrade, I think he's young and fresh. Um, I think he has that heel that, that super super old school Eddie heel factor to him, and I and, yeah. I, and I think that's something that he can actually uh, maybe go over on somebody or actually you know uh, you know do the job for somebody and then make and make it that much more impactful. Okay. Amen to that. Uh, I've I've been saying this for a while now. Um, but don't, don't say Ziggy dies. Well, if not him, <laughs> then I'll pick some others. Um, no, I, I, I legit think that either next year, maybe two years down the line, um, our headliner is going to be Roman Reigns and Adam Cole. 
Okay. Yeah. Oh. Wow. All right. That's cool too. No, yeah. I hadn't even thought of that combination before. That's really interesting. I think it'd be an no, amazing I match. Like, you know. I think it'd be great. I think yeah. Cole would look like an itty bitty baby taking a spear, and it'd be great. Yeah, and Seth can still carry it as a heel, man. I love Seth so fucking much. Um, this this Monday this Monday Monday Night Messiah thing is genius. So good, so love good. it to death. Is good. Corvus, anybody on your on, on your radar? Um, I say Drew McIntyre. I've always thought oh, that dude was a star. Yeah, absolutely. He's gonna as long as they yeah. give him a a fair a fair shake. Yeah. I think that he can. I think he'll be a star for the next few years. I feel like. You know how Rollins became the guy? Mm-hmm. I honestly do feel like Drew McIntyre can become that guy. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a, a yeah. kind of how like Hogan wanted to pass the torch to a warrior, and Warrior definitely dropped the ball on that one. I think Drew can really just actually take it and run with it and, yeah. and do something yeah. great. He's, You're he has enough. Um, he has enough experience. You know, he's been around. Yeah. He's got he's got everything, in my opinion. So. Yeah. What, what doesn't he have, not yeah. have? Yeah, exactly. And then Adam Cole. So oh, I want to yeah. see McIntyre and Adam Cole. Oh my god! Oh, there you go. That'll be good. That'd be a good ass match. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Mike? Um, I you know like I've gone back and forth a hundred times on that very answer. I like all of your guys' answers though too, because those are all ones that I hadn't pondered about. Um, we kind of like you know during the the main event of Elimination Chamber because that. You know, it was like an old WCW pay-per-view, strong for the first three quarters, and then, boy, did that did that main event just completely shit the bed. Um, for me, anyway, just from a from a uh, energy and, you know, again, just like what you said, people stepping up. So uh, or the lack there of it, how it felt and stuff, like it just, like the audience wasn't with it for whatever reason. But then that notwithstanding, like the, we were kind of talking through it, and I think one of the ones that just sparked an interest with me, even if it's, like, you know, Tanner said, not this mania, the next one, the one after that. I just from an, the aura, the presentation, you know, what they could do, you know, the whole spectacle with entrances. I would love to see, you know, if the, if the, say black. the machine was between both of them, Alistair Black uh-huh. and Demon Valley. Oh, yeah. I'd actually like to see, you know, just to see even if that was, you know, especially if they kept on the path of neither one being defeated, you know, Balor when he's in that demon mode, Alistair prior to this, you know, the the last couple of months where he lost, you know, lost the fall to, to in the that gauntlet or whatever, like both have, you know, uh, both have really grown into their presence and on camera, you know, the ability on the microphone. I'd really like to see that, even if it's not in that spot, in that, you know, in the near, near future, I think the two of them have shown, shown me a lot in the last little bit. Um, Riddle is another one. If he keeps up, you know, kind of this organic rise that he's on and stuff, I could see him really kind of captivating uh, the audience and really taking a big spot. Maybe he and Drew, maybe he and Adam, like after the great match they had on NXT. So no, like all, all great suggestions for sure and stuff. I just, you know, uh, uh, I have grown up, you know, a fan. I've loved wrestling all entirely, but I grew up with WWE living on the East Coast and now, you know, here in California. Um, it's just always been, it's what my dad took me to, you know, so I've always had a little bit of an extra love for it. Yeah. And, you know, seeing, seeing like the shows that like a New Japan will put on or in Europe or, you know, the, the AEW or even NXT, like I, I enjoy great wrestling and, you know, for me, the last couple of years, Mania has been kind of a letdown on that front. Yeah. Maybe two or three of the matches will really stand out, but a lot of it's the showcase, the the spectacle. Right. I'd really like to see, you know, 
I'd really like to see the last match be, you know, the Austin Rock or the Brett versus Sean, like this match that really left you wanting more. Like, I can't wait to see Monday and stuff like that was good in the ring, good on the microphone, good at, you know, good on TV, great segments. And, you know, I really feel like that's, you know, the Edge and Orton have really given me a little bit of that. The recent buildup with Brock and Drew have really given me a little bit of that. So, you know, that's really kind of what I'm hungering for is that, you know, that piece. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a good way to, to, to wrap that one up. Mike, again, thank you so much for always being with us here. Um, uh, again, I just want to say thank you for, you know, uh, your insight, um, your time. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I guess we'll, uh, you know, you'll be here next week, right? Yes, indeed. You know, awesome. if I could uh, borrow, a, borrow a phrase from the now legendary, you know, wrestling uh, wrestling expert, Dirty D. Derek, I'm going to make like Devon and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to tell you that Love story it. there, yeah, Corvus. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's not how it goes. It's me. It's me. It's Nancy. <laughs> oh, man. Mike, uh, thank you again. And, yeah, we'll speak to you next week. All right, buddy? All right, gentlemen. Bye, thank Mike. You all. all right, bye, Mike. <laughs> oh, man. So was it last week? Yeah. So last week we had our, our buddy Derek. He does our, our horror show and our uh, movie show here on our podcast. Okay. Um, not a fan of wrestling. Not that he's not a fan, he just doesn't, doesn't keep up with it. He doesn't, oh, okay. he doesn't yeah. keep up with wrestling. So uh, we we had a little game where um, this this one specifically was I would give him some famous catchphrases or quotes from wrestling with some blanks in there, and he would have to finish it. So you know, I gave him Devon, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> but the way he said it, he was like Devon. Get the blank, and he goes, fuck out of here. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> well, yeah, we my were favorite dying. One, I, was, uh, I was trying to give him DDPs, and I, and I said, it's me, it's me. And he goes, it's, and he goes, it's Nancy. <laughs> it, was just, it was the fucking, we were dying. The fact, the fact that it rhymes still, that he got into rhyme, was actually pretty good. He was pretty so good. fast. Yeah, it's like, okay, it's cool. I want that t-shirt. But that being said, moving on to the next segue I, there. I qu- oh. <laughs> you quickly hate it now? Of course I do. Okay, you just Jesus. hate. You just, just, <laughs> Tanner hates everything. As, we, if it's not in the Smith machine, he hates it. I'm going. <laughs> but that's not oh, what we're here for, ladies God. and gentlemen. We are here because we have a spirit. You know, Corvus, you are our first independent wrestler here. Yeah, really. Uh, or your first rest, professional wrestler. I shouldn't say. You know, not that independent wrestler is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But you're first professional wrestler into our studio today, and we want to thank you so much for being here. So. Tell, I mean, granted, we we go back a little bit. You know, we're not yeah. super. We weren't super close. Um, you were trained uh, by Virus. Um, I, I've actually, you know, had great conversations with him. Man, it takes me back. And before I let you talk, and I'm sorry, I'm kind of a You're talker. Good. I have a podcast, right? It's all good. <laughs> I, I just remember one of the one of the the funnest memories I have is like training at, at the war, uh, the Wolverine Gym. Yeah. In that yellow fucked up ring Oof. with that warped that warped board that we always had to stay away from. I still have nightmares about that board. <laughs> it was this board, and like it stuck out, like it just oh, like a sore thumb, and you just had to like maneuver at like out of the way like because it will kill you like <laughs> it was the worst it was the worst spot and, and then right i mean literally like maybe like 50, 20 steps away was uh the twa wrestling school oh <laughs> my god 
<laughs> just just a couple of jabronis just training are training each other. <laughs> <laughs> but Corvus, uh, yeah, tell the fine folks who you are. So I've actually been around for. I first started wrestling actually in 2007, mm-hmm. and that's when Virus trained me. I stepped away for a while for personal reasons, everything. I came back on just a whim from my former tag team partner, and then we met up with uh, Mad Dog Ken Johnson. Right. And Shout out Ken Johnson. And Great so guy. he basically cleaned us up. You know, I don't want to say retrained us, but just took fine-tuned. everything. Yeah, he, he fine-tuned us. And ever since then, it's just been like nonstop. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, I, I forgot the, what was your tag team name? It was the New Horizons. New Horizons. Yeah, New and Logan. Um, and you and Logan were, were together for a long time. Yeah, about eight years. And we yeah. had actually teamed, um, so the thing about the New Horizons was we had been wrestling for about one or two years, um, just singles. Mm-hmm. And we weren't getting anywhere. You know, we're small guys, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we're like, you know, we need to do something different. So, and we, like I said, we had tag team before, but not under a name, just right. as ourselves. Eventually, we were like, let's actually become a tag team. Right. And it was honestly the best decision we ever made because yeah. from that point on, like I said, we went like eight years. And I've told people this. I was like, we main evented more shows than we had any right to. It was a <laughs> lot of fun. So. No, yeah. Y'all were, I mean, I, you and Logan, Lo, Logan, a great guy. Uh, what what ended up happening to, to where y'all would split up? He, um, He's getting married. Okay. But oh. no, but he also had a he had a re- reoccurring mm-hmm. back injury that uh, just kind of kept bugging him. Yeah, man. Because of that TWA ring. And <laughs> yeah, so God. that happened. I want to find a picture of that ring and see if that that board is sticks a, out. No, he sold yeah. it already. That ring's gone. That's someone else's problem now. Oh no! I, I would just like if we could find an old picture that we've had of that ring because I know there was a lot of pictures taken, uh, like especially at, at the TWA show. Oh, I'm sure it's somewhere. Yeah, uh, but they sold that ring. Yeah. Who would buy that? Someone who didn't know better. Wow. I'm not going to be allowed in that building anymore if they hear this, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually supposed to be there tomorrow. Oh, wow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so back injuries, mm-hmm. you know, being married, he just decided it's probably better to stay away or yeah. walk away. And we had, um, we had like, uh, we, ne- we had never really wrestled each other, but we finally blew it off at heavy metal. Gotcha. In an unsanctioned match, which mm-hmm. was one of my favorite matches now. And really? So yeah. it was a nice little wrap-up on his career. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, best of luck to Logan out there. Wonderful dude. Wonderful dude. Um, so what was, I mean, you said you started in 2007. What, what really got you, I mean, how did, how did you decide you were going to be a professional wrestler? So it was my friend Chris, and we had, I don't remember what the game was. It was the first game on uh, WrestleMania 18, I think, on GameCube. Okay. So he got me into it. You know, I had always watched wrestling, but I had never watched it like hardcore. Yeah. He got me into playing that game. I fell in love with it and we started watching. And then just out of nowhere, you know, I got a wild hair up my ass. I was like, yo, I want to do this. You know, I'm five, four on a good day. <laughs> so I was just like, maybe I can't, but I was like, screw it. I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. And basically that was it. You know, a video game is what got me. Everyone's wow. like, Oh, I saw a match. I just saw this, saw that. It's like, no, I was, I was playing video games and that really yeah. got me into it. Then I saw like the Hardy boys and it oh, just wow. all snowballed okay. from there. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So, and, um, so you started training, you're training with virus. Where, where was it just like, I, I don't know if he had a score now. What was going on with that? No, what it was, was, um, do you remember Barry? Barry Savant, he's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he actually told me, Hey, if you go to the this TWA, they have like wrestling classes, you can go 
and I had gone and they didn't really have classes. They just had wrestlers that show up and do stuff. Right. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's basically what, what it was. Like I met Barry Breeze was the first guy that I met yeah. and they introduced me to virus who had trained him. Yeah. And then he just started coming two, three times a week. Uh-huh. And that's basically how it happened. Like he didn't have an official class, but he met me and he had a couple other guys. So we just all rolled around. What was that? What was the, uh, the difference between, you know, doing that and actually signing up for actually under with Rudy? I actually never went with Rudy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like what, what, what was like the decision between that? Like, as far as I mean, because obviously, you know, you, you could have got, you know, quote unquote connections, uh, <laughs> money. Uh, yeah, that's what, that's what it comes that's down to. That's what it to. came down yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. It, it was expensive. I, I don't know if you know this, but I, I started you know, when I first started training. I, I was training at W4CW. I wasn't sure. Were you, did you ever do that promotion Wrestlers at all? For Christ. Yeah, wrestling's for Christ wrestling. I had heard of it. I got offered like one show forever ago. Didn't do it. And, uh, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. you, you, you made the right decision. There, but... <laughs> you know the the reason that we couldn't do wrestling at a uh, at a uh, that mall anymore. What was it? Oh, the 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 malls uh, not malls of America, but like the crossroads. Yeah. There? Uh, yeah. I I wrapped that that last show. Yeah, and they're yeah. like throwing people in the fountains and stuff. And... Oh yeah, well that but that yeah I remember that it was. Uh... Weezy and um, Pimp, <laughs> Weezy and Pimp were throwing each other in the fountains. <laughs> you, you know where the uh, we're right there, right by yeah. where we work. Yeah, it's one of those fountains down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! I was reffing that, and I was like, "Dude, I go quick, come on, let's go back." Management wasn't a fan of it. Tried to do a wrestling show there maybe last year, and they weren't having any of it. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, no, that was I. That was 2013. When that, that match happened, I remember I ref that whole. That was horrible. <laughs> I, like, how do you have a battle royal in, in like in the ring with the streets? Like, like was on the all, was all on the pavement. Oh my god! And there was no mats. So I was like, Jesus Christ! Literally, Jesus Christ, because it was a <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I really wish I had my rim shot here working. Uh, but no, okay. So you start training. Uh, what was? Do you remember your first show at all? It was a lucha show. It was under a mask. I know that much. Oh, you had a hood first. Yeah, they. Um, you remember the TWA had had their lucha shows. It was one of yeah. those. It was everybody like um, Lunar Eclipse, Junior Garza. It was a bunch of you know well known wrestlers, but everyone was under a hood and did whatever gimmick that was given to them. <laughs> and that's basically what it was. And yeah. I think uh, that day it was like eight people, and four of those were my family. <laughs> like there wasn't that many i just remember going like 30 minutes two out of three falls got knocked out on a german suplex it wasn't the best start but it was fun so <laughs> so and, and so with that being said what, what are the uh, worst injuries that you've had let's see i've separated my shoulder it's always fun i've got a couple of concussions who doesn't um hey do you do you feel like long-term like residuals from that, those concussions not really, but I have noticed a lot recently, and it could just be because I'm getting older. I mean, I'm only 30, but um, I forget a lot now. Dude, I, I, I've been forgetting a lot, lot lately. Yeah, like short-term and, memory yeah, is exactly. a real thing. And you know, uh, that yellow ring gave me a concussion. I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, I took um, I took a choke slam from this new uh, – he, he didn't even show up the next day, uh, which happened a lot. You yeah. Know? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I was showing him how to do a choke slam, and I, I just fell down, and the next day – uh, I remember RJ was like, "You need to go to the hospital." Like, the, no one could understand me. I was talking it, but I was still driving. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, and I've been knocked out twice on my feet. No, oh, that's always. Fun. I finished the match, so yeah, I don't remember it. If you ask me what happened, I don't can't tell you. 
<laughs> I won that motherfucker. <laughs> I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh, okay, so concussions. Any any broken bones whatsoever besides a separated shoulder? Mm, yeah, actually, uh, my wrist. I did. Oh, uh, this was actually. So the funny story about it, Wheezy Woo was there. It was at a Branded Outlaw. Okay. It was me and Logan against the Horde. And we were just talking about this yesterday. I went to go give. We, we brawled. Oh, with all, RJ and Ruben, right? Yeah, we brawled all over yeah. the, the, the bar. We went outside. I went to go give Ruben a pile driver. He gives me a back body drop on in the parking lot. And I, I broke my wrist. But the thing is, I usually wear gauntlets. I had wrist tape this time. And I broke it. I did not know. We, yeah. fin- we finished the match. I took off my wrist tape. My wrist swelled. Oh, yeah, that pressure on there. Already. Yeah, and I show it to Wheezy, and he just goes, yo, you need to go to the hospital. <laughs> and I was like, whatever. So I go, and he told the doctor had told me that it was like the cleanest break ever, so I didn't have to have That's anything. Lucky. Like, Yeah, and it was because of the wrist tape. Like, it held it in place, so when it, oh, wow. cr- when it snapped, like, it just cracked clean so i just wore like a brace on it for a little bit i nice. was fine i was out maybe like a month and a half or something that's it Shit. yeah, like, yeah, what, but, yeah. But i'm also clumsy like i'm also really stubborn so yeah. even if i still shouldn't have gone back i still did and that's what i was saying i was trying to tell this guy over here like you know like professional wrestlers we like they go we go through a lot like of, of sh- fucking pain like and it just it just everyday shit i know so like when we <laughs> talk about like undertaker and i want to say we because i mean i haven't wrestled in god knows how long um but you know, like it, it's just something that you deal with on a daily basis. Yeah. I always go back to that tough enough video with Triple H. You sore? So fuck it was a big fucking deal. You know, like <laughs> smacking like, that gum. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. It, it, it's really it, but it's a, that's like probably the most honest, you know, thing you can say about the pain that, that professional wrestlers go through. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh. I've been seeing a lot of of heavy metal. I mean, like uh, Homeboy's doing really, really good for that. Oh, I, yeah. I haven't, you know, like, uh, you know, we had. I mean, for a while, I mean, we had Branded Outlaw, we had uh, RCW, and th- those were doing good. And you know, but then you started to see like a decline uh, for a little bit. Uh, then out of nowhere, you know, uh, heavy metal comes up, and it's actually. I mean, I saw that match, and it looks like you know you had you know loyal fans that are there, probably newcomers all the time. And I, and I think Brand, I mean, I, I I don't hear a lot too much about RCW, but I know it's still the show still go. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I see Branded Outlaw on the rise. Um, do you have a favorite? Not, <laughs> not to put you on the spot. Like, uh, favorite promotion? Yeah, in San Antonio. It's definitely heavy metal. Right. So yeah. they um, and I can get into it. You know, it doesn't doesn't matter. But like, they basically revitalized my career, and I owe a lot to them. Nice. And it's just it's really cool. Like the vibe is completely different from any other show. And yeah, like uh, without a doubt, if I have to, you know, I don't think anyone will get mad at me for it. Hopefully yeah. not. But yeah, heavy metal—that's my favorite. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I, I've, I've seen, like, especially Ruben. Uh, I saw. I mean, me, me and him don't really keep in touch too much anymore. Um, well, at all. <laughs> I mean, we didn't have a falling out or anything. He just, I mean, you know, he would live separate lives. Yeah. Um, but seeing Ruben just in there and heavy metal, like it, it just seems like he's a brand new person. Yeah, he's and, definitely at home there. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 totally his thing. I saw. Uh, I think it was him and Masada. Jesus Christ, did they tear into each other? Um, man, I, I I can't I can't get over. It. But yeah, no. Uh, were you there at the new? How did that uh, new Jack? I was scared when heavy metal had new Jack. I didn't I didn't even go. Oh yeah, I was in the match with him. 
What? <laughs> yeah. We're I was alive? Like, so you probably can't see it, but I have a very faint mark on my forehead where he like took off half of my forehead with a keyboard. Oh. Like, uh, yeah. Like a typing keyboard? Yeah. Like, like he had all these things. He stapled me. He stabbed me with a fork. And the worst thing that he hit me with was a keyboard because oh. I, I was just bleeding like all over myself and i was like what the hell it was it's a keyboard why, why does this hurt <laughs> was he was he at least nice in the back he was actually very very nice i think i think there's a big stigma against him i, I think he I probably is a good protector though you know the old school style protect the business he, yeah yeah he was very very nice like i know what people have said about him i know like what mm-hmm. the stories are as far as i'm concerned he's a great guy i have yeah. nothing but respect for him and it was one of those things where it's a match that you always get. Like when you're younger, you're like, man, yeah, I want to wrestle New Jack, but you never think the opportunity is going to present itself. But then it did, and I was just like, I'm not even going to think twice about it. I, I want in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, why, why do you say? I mean, if you're a professional wrestler, and an opportunity comes to you. Tanner says no, but everyone else says yes. I, I would prefer to live. Yeah. <laughs> Some people probably said no. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but I had no reservations about it. That's awesome. Hey, um. Speaking of hard hardcore matches, but I mean, what do you think the hardest thing? I mean, you, you not to call you out on it or anything like that, but I mean, do do you think a lot of you know, a lot of the trials and tribulations you've had had to do like with your size here in the business or? Oh yeah, um, definitely. Uh, I mean, do you still get it now? I mean, now that you're seasoned. Yeah, no, I get it all the time. It's like people look at me and they're like, "Oh, look at him. He's short. He can't do this. Can't mm-hmm. do that." You know, I'm a little stockier than most of the guys my size. Yeah. But um, yeah, like it, it, it never ends. You know, but as but maybe a small handful of people you know, like naysayers. I like to think that after all this time, I've kind of proven, you know, I've kind of earned my place. Mm -hmm. And I mean, basically, yeah. um, I don't really give a crap if they get mad at me, but there used to be a promoter that would run out of like Seguin and all these other places. Yeah. 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 You know who I'm talking about, (laughs) but they'd be like, Oh, without, you know, without me, you won't, you wouldn't do be doing this. You wouldn't be doing that. Um, no one's ever going to book you. They would, you know, he would give you like, oh, you only wrestle in front of uh, 20 people and tell them about your family. I was like, well, you would know because you main evented those shows. You booked yourself in the main event, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but I like to think that uh, I'm shoving it in their face. Like after telling me you only wrestle in front of 20 people, you know, all this, all that. I'm actually part of the uh, Game Changers collective for Mania Weekend now. So that, that Texas Forever show. Yeah. You know, I mean, pending. You know, yeah, with, right, with all this sure. stuff, but you know that's that's a big deal for me, and it's basically my big fuck you to anyone that ever doubted me here. Yeah, so. absolutely. Good for you, man. And, and you know, and I'm guilty of that too. And you can listen to other shows as, as far as like uh, it's a big boys game and all that stuff. Um, but I've been really coming around. You know, as far as like, I mean, who am I? I mean, you've been doing it longer than me. Now, you know, now you know what I mean. Like, I I quit because oh my back hurts. You know, like you know what I mean. So I mean. You're stronger than me. I yeah. sneezed yesterday and I almost blew my back out. Yeah, it was, it was fuck awful. Yeah. yeah, no, it happens. It happens. You're like, oh shit! Man, I got this big old bulge just sticking out of my. I can't uh, wake up too back. fast or I get hurt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean honestly, man, um, I, I I see it. I mean, it, it's a, it's a totally different game. I mean, you you couldn't have this conversation 20 years ago. No, and it's like no, it's like you're just, it's just not happening. You know, even even a guy my size, I'm only six foot. You know what I mean? Like that's like barely good enough. You know, if if at all. Um, but man, no, I mean, we watched your uh, your gender reveal match. Oh yeah, that was um, that was uh, 
That was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was Chocolate Poppy's big gender reveal, and I like that I ruined it. Yeah, I, I, I do too. Uh, you know, it, it sucks that uh, the uh, the reveal package, uh, you know, uh, superstar, y'all. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know what's funny is. Uh, I actually knew that was going to happen. Like I, I saw it and I was just like, yo, that's not going to work. I don't know why, but I have a feeling that it's not going to work. Yeah. And when I was there, I was just like, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Uh, so besides San Antonio, where else, where else, uh, where else have you been recently? Um, I've been doing a lot of anarchy in Austin. Yeah. Um, I did Texas heat recently in Dallas. Uh, a couple months ago I've done, I did Laredo, but I've actually been just going back and forth between, Austin, Dallas, Abilene. Uh, LWA is getting a lot bigger. They are. They are. I mean, the last time I was there, I mean, there were still a good amount of people. Yeah. But I mean, like, I can't believe. I mean, if, if, when was the last time we went over there? Um, June of oh, last I was gonna say, year. I was like going to say it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long yeah. ago. But it's a whole different monster now. Yeah. It's really cool what they're doing over there. And then um, in April, I don't know the exact date, but I'm debuting in Alabama. Holy and shit. then of course, yeah, Florida. You're gonna go wrestle. Yeah. You're gonna go wrestle. Yeah, I agreed to it, and I was just like, man, this is gonna be interesting. <laughs> so, what promotion? Do you know on the top of your head what promotion it is? I don't. Okay, that's fine. I don't, no problem. Not sure. Uh, but yeah, we, we, that perfect segue though. Like, what do you think? Like, I mean, besides, I mean, your size and all that stuff. That's where I was kind of leading to. I mean, what other other difficulties do you find yourself in in the independent wrestling scene now? Let's see, what other problems? There's, I mean, San Antonio is really healthy thanks to you know promotions like like uh, heavy metal, yeah. and um, so it's not so much it's not so much here. But I think the other issues just there's so much talent, mm-hmm. it's hard to kind of stand out. Yeah, find your find your place. Yeah, because the talent now is better than it's ever been. Absolutely. So that's you know, that's that's the main issue is trying to stand out mm-hmm. in a sea of you know monsters. You know? Yeah. Do you, do you see? I mean, do you still find? Because I've been kind of out of it for a while. Um, do you still see kind of like uh, the guys getting the favors that maybe shouldn't be in the ring still? That's actually died out a lot. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's more of an old school mentality, you know. People like RBG. Um, oh, uh, no, no, but it's, it's okay. He's, he, he, he unfriended me on Facebook, so uh, it's, no, it's okay. No, everyone from what I've seen there, it might be an issue some places, but you know, from what I've seen, everyone that has their place has earned it in one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And it, it's the business as a whole, especially here in Texas is a lot healthier than it's ever been. It, it, it I really see like from, you know, thousands of friends that I have on Facebook that are, you know, uh, that are independent wrestlers, it seems like there. This community has been an actual loyal community has been being built around weeding out the bad seeds. Yeah, and, and, and I'm really appreciative of that because back in, I mean, I mean, early 2000s, it's like this motherfucker, like this guy's here, like what, what? That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, and, no. and then and he was hot shit, and he, you mean he was superstar you too, and it's like. You ain't shit, bud. Like, and you couldn't say nothing because then you wouldn't, you wouldn't get work. Yeah, no, it's um, it's much more of a brotherhood now. It's yeah. a lot more promotions working together, which you didn't see at all. But you know, shoot, maybe five years ago. Yeah, promo- it's recent. Yeah, yeah, promotions wouldn't work together, and now you have all these promotions working together, and they want to work together. And they have to. They all. They also like uh, like what Dylan Dunbar says. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, a rising tide lifts all ships. 
and that's really prominent right now in Texas, and it's mm. a great thing. Yeah, and it's forcing other promotions that don't usually work together to work together. You know, every you know, it's it's really healthy, and it's actually really cool to be a part of all this, especially now, because yeah. like I said, a couple of years ago, the thought of you know five promotions working together, much less one or two, you would have never imagined it. You don't have to answer this question if you don't want to, but if you work for RCW, can can you still work for any other promotions or no? I've never worked for RCW, so oh. I don't know. But if they gave me that as some sort of ultimatum, I wouldn't work for them. Yeah. Just because I like being able to do whatever I want, you know. Yeah. You know, if uh, that's their thing, if they, if you know, if their guys don't uh, want to work for anyone else, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, you know, yeah, do I mean, what that, you want to do. That's your prerogative. Yeah. That's your promotion. I I, I was just wondering if. Uh, if it changed at all or not. I, yeah, uh, I, w- I wouldn't know. But that that kind of thing, that's not for me. Yeah. Tanner, any questions? Yeah. So you said you started in 07. Is yeah. that right? So you've seen a lot of change. I mean, like everyone has seen all the changes like in just the past few years with AEW getting up and running and, and New Japan stretching into the States. Um, so with, with all this abundance of wrestling that people can catch on tv or streaming has that like what like what changes has that brought to the the independent scene where people are going to live shows so it's actually promotion wise like i said it's hard for somebody to you know stand out but with all this new streaming and stuff it's i feel like it's brought a lot of new fans people that wouldn't you know oh i don't want to go to this show yeah but they see a little they see a clip of it on tv or they see a stream of it like, Something you know on what? YouTube. Yeah, they're like, hey, I kind of want to see that live. Like, yeah. I've seen yeah. that happen a lot, and a lot of these promotions, you know, you see them on, you see them on, uh, you see like a, a video of it, but it's nothing compared to actually being there live. Like, the atmosphere is completely different, and I think that's helped a lot. Like, live attendance would not be what it is if all you saw was flyers and pictures. You know, these, yeah. the, everything does help. Absolutely, it's, yeah, that's good. You still go out uh, laying out flyers. <laughs> oh man when's the last time? i think the last time i did that is when i had my own promotion it's been a few months or no it's been like a year and a half wow yeah you have to, you have to, you have to go you have to go promote yourself man you do you do uh you, you we'll wrap it up here uh but i do wanted to and, and but did you have any other questions tanner didn't you want didn't, on your or anything like that maybe a question this is an asmr podcast <laughs> <laughs> no no i i it's it's been awesome having you on i think it's yeah. i think it's gonna bring a lot of uh, perspective to our listeners who who have just been listening to a bunch of fucking marks this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what what has been your biggest accomplishment as a singles? As a singles, yeah. Because you, you've you've done a y'all have done. I mean, I think at one point I saw you holding like three titles as a tag. Yeah, tag it was and that, that's cool and all until you have to carry those things around. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> like, like man, literally the ultimate dragon of fucking tag team. <laughs> <laughs> so. My biggest accomplishment is singles, and this is actually recent because I, I was with Logan for eight years, and before then, a couple of years, I didn't really do, you know, much as a singles. Before that, I didn't do anything. I was just that guy that showed up, and yeah. But um, recently, I finally captured the Anarchy Championship Wrestling Under Thirty title. Nice. Which saw that on that match. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I won the Virus Invitational Tournament, and basically, what it was is, it was a. Um, it wasn't one particular thing, but it was the fact that I felt validated that it's like after all this time I was in a tag team for so long, I was like, maybe I can't be a singles guy. You know, maybe this isn't for me. Yeah. I honestly, when Logan retired, I was like, I may not have that much longer you yeah. know, myself. Cause I don't know. I wasn't confident in myself, 
But what uh, what happened was the following months, I was getting you know heavy metal, ACW, all these companies were giving me opportunities, and I don't know if I was knocking them all out of the park per se, but it built up my confidence to the point that you know I was like, you know what, I can do this, mm-hmm. you know, and that's basically what it was. After everything, I felt validated as a professional wrestler. I was awesome. like, I don't need you know because some people were like oh logan carried the team without him you know you wouldn't do anything and i and i felt validated i was like yes i can you know i can stand on my own two feet as, as a professional wrestler i can do whatever i want and that's basically it, just a sense of validation knowing that i didn't need a tag team yeah. I, I you know by myself i could i don't know i keep saying the same thing but it's basically that's basically what it is like i can stand on my own two feet yeah and that I mean, was a great feeling I mean, a- absolutely. I mean, I, I think um, I-, I think we well as a tag team, what, what I would see it as um, you have like something to lean on. Uh, and then once that goes away, I mean, you're like, oh, shit, it's either sink or swim. Yeah. And, and the fact that everyone's like, well, you're probably going to sink. You're like, well, fuck y'all. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to fucking sink. I mean, I don't care what you think I'm going to do here. And obviously I mean, that's coming to fruition because one, you're getting booked Two promotions. I mean, Anarchy, how long has Anarchy been around? It's actually since like 2007. I was actually at the very first show. Yeah. So when they have it out the stairs and yeah, all, all the stuff. I w- the first show was at Grand Central Station. That's how wow. long ago that was. But it actually was cool because um, because uh, one of my buddies, when I won the Anarchy title, mm-hmm. uh, he goes, that was 13 years in the making. And I was just like, you're you're completely right. <laughs> it w- really was 13 years in the making for yeah. that. I mean, I mean, and absolutely, man, uh, and, and well deserved too. I mean, Thank you. You, you you do you, you put in, you put in the time, you pay your dues. Um, I don't think any, I don't think any anyone can say anything wrong about it because I mean, if the promoters didn't want you to be the champ, they wouldn't make you the champ. I mean, I mean that's just what it comes down to, right? Yeah, they um, they put a lot of eggs in my basket, and thankfully I didn't drop the basket and break them all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Um, so you know what what's uh what's in the future for Corvus? What's on what's on the new horizon for I Corvus? You, I see what you did there. So <laughs> So right now I've got a couple of books. I've got one tomorrow. I don't know when well, I mean this is obviously going to air what tomorrow. Oh, oh. Well, okay then. I guess technically the night that you're hearing this, I'm defending the TWA Texas Championship at TWA. You're the te- Oh, wow. Oh yeah. I didn't I, know that. Yeah, I yeah. Didn't know that <laughs> That's kick ass. Yeah. Um Okay. But uh so we got that and I'm not going to be wrestling, but we're going to be supporting at Super Bit Fest for heavy metal wrestling. Super Bit Fest, okay. That's going to be at the Rock Box, pretty cool. And the following week will be in um, Abilene. I hope it's Abilene. He'll kill me if it's not. <laughs> if uh, not, it'll be in the description down yeah. below. So, uh, New Texas Pro Wrestling in yeah. Abilene. So, if you're listening to this and you're in Texas and you know you're a fan of professional wrestling, obviously you are. Uh, unless you're just fucking stupid listening to this show uh, for <laughs> so long. It might be both. It might be a little bit of both. You know, go check out Corvus. <laughs> go check out his matches. I mean, you yeah. just type in Corvus Wrestling. It'll come up. I yeah. promise you. Keywords are a thing. Uh, Corvus, I want to thank you so much. Where can, well, actually, really quick, where can the people find you online? Yeah. Um. So on social media, I'm Corvus, C-O-R-V-I-C-E, and then the little underscore, because the, without the underscore, it was taken. <laughs> shit but yeah that's basically all, that's my twitter that's my instagram and if you just type in corvus on facebook i'm the only one that'll pop up mm-hmm. all right so i mean i'm not i'm really not hard to find thankfully <laughs> <laughs> awesome well hey man thank you so much for being on here yeah you're welcome back any point in time you want to promote your shit 
Uh, more than I, I do want to, you know, maybe talk about next time uh, where the name came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll leave the people in suspense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we'll talk about. Not that. a lot of people know that, so that's pretty cool. There we so, go. Yeah. yeah thank so you all for having me. This was yeah. a lot of fun. You know, my absolute pleasure. I'm so glad we decided to do it in person, not a phone call. Yeah, that would have uh, been so much better. My yeah. phone's a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening to Stable of Studs. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating on there. Uh, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, anywhere where you can find uh, podcast platforms on there. We are there. And don't forget to tell your mom, your dad, your granddad. Maybe, maybe not your mom. Tell your fucking mom. I don't care. Uh, tell, tell, tell your mom to call me. I'll call her. We'll make something happen. <laughs> For the Stable of Studs, I'm Tank Rodriguez, <laughs> Tanner Treadway, Adam Danger, Timothy. And, of course, Mailman Mike. See you on the next one. Forgot one. Whatever again. Corvus? Corvus was our guest. I'm talking about the co-host. You can fucking (laughs) say goodbye to him. Goodbye.